Hello, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, the show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I'm Jordan. With me is Luke. How are you doing, Luke? I'm doing well. Excellent. Do you have a good one? Uh, sure. We're recording yeah. early, <laughs> so it's like we just saw each other. Usually we record. Yeah, we're all over the place in my yeah. days. I know. We, we, like, we did recorded like a few of them like late in the week, and like since then, we've just been doing it like that, where we used to yeah. do it early. We're improperly packaged, We right? seriously are. We keep saying that, but <laughs> it's really coming to but fruition here. These are our lives. They're yeah. improperly packaged lives. Yeah, we're, we're recording before the Super Bowl. Are you excited? I am excited. Yeah, I'm a big football fan, as this, you uh, know. Yeah, this episode's going to come out after the Super Bowl, so go ahead. That's predictions. Right. The day after. The yeah. day after, so give us your predictions. Um, I predict it's going to be a very close game. All right. I think it's going to be... 42 to 35 Chiefs win on That's a, close a drive within the last minute and a half. Okay. Mahomes to uh, Tyreek Hill for the win. <laughs> Who's He's just one of the wide receivers oh, for the okay. Chiefs. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs are playing the uh San Francisco 49ers. Look, I'll be there and I'm going to enjoy the game with you. <laughs> You know, well, we'll enjoy the commercials at least together. Definitely, even if you don't understand what's going on in between the commercials. <laughs> called, just, this thing called football. I just hope everyone handball. has fun. You know, just everyone have fun. That's what I hope. <laughs> Both teams. <laughs> uh, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, what have you been uh, watching last playing the last few days since uh, the day that I saw you last? Well, that's right. Um, we went and saw Little Women. So, oh, okay. knocked another one off the list of Oscar contenders. Awesome. Exciting, getting slowly whittling away at the list. Yeah, um, we were just talking about Parasite before this, so that's that's probably the one I have left that I'm looking forward to the most. Cool, actually, definitely is. It's by far the one I'm looking forward to the most, and the one that Regal Theaters does not want you to see. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I I should have seen it earlier, but I didn't realize it was so important that I needed to see it earlier. Well, you know, it's one of those ones that just kind of went by and. You know, there's always the, those movies every year, I feel like. There's those movies that uh, end up getting a lot of great reviews and, you know, not everybody hears about them and then retroactively, you know, trying to watch them before the Oscars. So that's yeah. one for me here. You're trying to scoot by, trying to not see it in the crap theater that we have. Yeah, or buy it for $15 to watch it one time. It's out, isn't it? It like yeah, it it's released. on iTunes. Yeah, <laughs> that's very crazy. But yeah, it's out. So I guess can you rent it, or is it not available yet for rent? No, it's only by. Interesting. It's. I think it's. I think it's one of those things where they just they push and they push people to buy their movies right before the Oscars. It's so weird because I don't usually, understand it. <laughs> yeah, because usually, like when it's uh the physical release is out. Usually when that happens, it's like, okay, you can freaking rent I think it it's different, though, for Oscar movies. Yeah, it, you know? it might be. This has happened year after year. I've tried to see the um, Best Picture nominees, and it's the same story every year. You can you can watch it for $15, $20, Yeah. Like, I just want to watch it one time. Like, if I like it, I'll buy it, but most likely not. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, give me an opportunity to at least watch it. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. I feel like every movie should have to have a rental option. I just feel like it's just not right. I don't really know why not. To it's only have thing. a purchase. Like, what's stopping them? I don't know. Yeah. Money. I mean, it's money. But, you know, still. They're making, they don't make money off of it. It's just kind of, I don't know. 
But for every person that wants to watch it, I mean, how many people are willing to pay the full price? That's no. what I'm thinking. Like, you're definitely losing customers because the barrier to entry is $15. And there's very few people who are willing to see, you know, a Best Picture nomination that much that they're willing to buy the yeah. entire movie. There's been very few movies that, I'll, that I've looked at it and said, I know I will like this and bought it. There's that, been a that, few. Especially that aren't superhero movies. <laughs> There's been a few. Like, if I see it, if I'm like at a, the flea market, which I was uh, this past weekend, and I see something cheap, then I'm like, oh, I need to that see that. That you've never seen? That I've never seen. Like, I saw they had, uh, was at the flea market this Probably past. Probably some classic one, isn't it? Exactly. It was. Uh, something you know is good. <laughs> hopefully. I mean, I don't like know. Like Pulp Fiction or something where it's like. <laughs> You know, I haven't seen this, but I know it's amazing. Exactly. I mean, it's exactly what I'm talking about. It was like Scarface. It was a ten dollar <laughs> box set. It had like yeah. a bunch of Blu-rays for best, best past best picture winners. So it had like Thelma and Louise. I haven't seen that. Raging Reservoir Bull. Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all these movies. Are, well, I mean, you know, they're really good. That's what I mean. Exactly. Just, yeah, they're yeah. movies. I'm like, okay, they're acclaimed. They're classics, but. I'll, I'll buy it. But if it's brand spanking new, I have no idea if that's going to actually stick. Yeah. I don't know if like the 98% Rotten Tomato will be like, all right, I'll buy it. You know what I mean? Because there's plenty of movies that are like rank high yeah. that I just don't want to own. Especially you know? movies that have only been out for a month. Exactly. <laughs> like Parasite. Yeah. I mean, who knows if this will be a movie that people talk about forever. There's so many movies that yeah. are like acclaimed and that like end up being like yeah. the winning, winning like best picture. And then no one freaking talks yeah. about it. Like the artist. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you heard someone talk about yep. the artist? I yep. like the artist, but when seriously though, when has anyone even, even referenced it? That I would have thought at the time would be that way. Like the King's Speech is one that comes to mind. Where mm-hmm. I actually never saw it, but like from what I heard, it's it must be a great movie. I I, I yeah. know you really enjoyed it, and yeah. it's good. <laughs> I never hear anybody talk about that movie. It's about cultural relevance. I think it just like, kind of got forgotten in time. Yeah, people always talk about like Titanic and. Lord of the Rings and yeah. you know Forrest Gump, you know movies like that that have some sort of cultural relevance. But when it kind of just it's like yeah, it's For a good really reason. good movie. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. are really good movies you mentioned. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I think it has something to do with there being something to reference in it or something that really sticks out. What's uh oh? What's the one? It was just like I think it was even just a year ago. Uh, Darkest Hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one. I feel like no one will ever remember that. But that was an no, amazing performance. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> And did 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 he win? Th- he won best picture. I yeah. mean best actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing. He, you know, even won the award, and like I can barely remember the name of the movie. Exactly. It's and like we're the, like really into it. It's the biggest day of his life. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and uh, I think but, that movie wasn't. You know, it wasn't. I'm trying to figure out how to say it, but it wasn't one that I think sticks in your mind that much. Overall, it was really. The movie was made for the performance. Yeah. That's really what it was. It's like you watch the movie and you like pretty much every bit of it, but there's nothing in it that's like jumps out and grabs yeah. you and sticks with you after you leave the theater. You just say, wow, that was really good. You know what I mean? That was a great performance. That was a really good performance. <laughs> yeah. Solid movie. Yeah. But there's not like, oh, remember that part? Yeah. <laughs> He's yelling at that one guy. <laughs> yep. That's the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm like... I'm actually like racking my brain. I'm trying to remember who won last year. Best picture. <laughs> like, best picture. I don't even remember who won. What was That wasn't... La La Land mix-up was the year before, That was right? the year before when That's it was right. Moonlight. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, it's crazy. I don't freaking it's remember. It's kind of like the Super Bowl every year. It's like, I forget what happened. 
I know I enjoy it every year, but I forget even what happened. Yeah, I know I'm making an example here about me not being able to remember last year, but it's it's legit- a great example. It's legitimately <laughs> bothering me. Actually, I'm literally like trying so hard to remember. It was I- Moonlight that won that they announced La La Land the year before. Yeah. And then this year, <laughs> I'm trying to remember even the nominees to like help me out. I think like uh, I was trying not to Google this, but I might have to Google. Yeah, this. we might have to Google. Who won? This is gonna drive me freaking crazy if I can't remember <laughs> who won last year. What in yeah. the world? <laughs> That's weird. And I think it wasn't a bad one either. Or maybe it was. I don't know. Green Book. Green Book. Wow, uh, I forgot that one. And Rami Malek. Yeah, that is that kind of movie. That Olivia re- Coleman won for the favorite. Yeah. Wow, I'd forgotten that. Yeah, th- those, that wasn't a great year, I don't think. Like, Green Book, it's like the same thing. It's a good movie, but it's like, I'm not going to forget about yeah. it. Like, a week after I see it, even though I saw it, I'm like, this is solid. Black but, Panther won for best uh, original score. That's right. Was that nominated for best picture? Ooh. That's, um, that would be crazy. I don't know if it was. That would be insane. Yeah, that would be. I would have like, been. I would have remembered. You think, right? Yeah. I don't have the list in front. It's like Google has like the winners page, and I was just reading off that. It. Oh my! It was nominated for best picture. That's crazy. That's freaking nuts. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Okay. Is this yeah, our Kevin Feige? Is this our la- last Black Klansman? I remember that Black Klansman. Yeah. That was a good one. Is this our last chance to like uh, do predictions <clears throat> for that? I thought Roma won. No, I guess won Roma won all the other things. Best foreign, <laughs> just not best picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? Is this our last chance to make our predictions? I mean, I guess we're gonna record probably before, like right before the Oscars. So what is we'll the date? It's the it's right at the end of the February, right? Yes, yeah, February 9th, actually. It's early February. Oh, okay. So it's, it's always on a Sunday. I think like one of the first Sundays in February. Because this one was February 24th, so I thought it was going to be oh, dang. same time. No. Going hostless again, so mm. it's going to be much more boring than, you know, <laughs> it is with, yeah. with one. I mean, it's just... Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why there's always so much drama with the host. It seems know, like man. a simple enough thing. People just, just find light. somebody that's good and yeah. <laughs> get them to host it. You but just need a light now. There I was guess. so much drama last year. Yeah, everything's a big. It's a like Kevin Hart and the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. people made such. I think a big he would have been a great, great host. <laughs> yeah, and then like he had his feelings hurt and didn't do it. I mean. I probably I, I don't Some blame old him. tweets or something that got people upset. Exactly, and, and he was like, and, and everyone was like, "How dare!" And he was like, "I'm sorry." And he's like, "They're not good enough. Don't let them." And then he's like, "Fine, I won't." Wait, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "No, I'm not." Yeah, and like he's like, "Yeah, I kind of don't blame him, but yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's silly silliness." Anyways, so yeah, we saw Little Women. <laughs> <laughs> that was Little Women. Um, yeah, it was, I thought it was really good. My my wife actually. Kind of thought it was boring. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny because that's definitely a, a movie that's up her alley. She really enjoys oh, really? those kind of movies. Um, a lot of the PBS, you know, type of shows like uh, what's the Downton Abbey. She really no. enjoys that. Show. Pride and so, Prejudice, stuff like that. Yeah, um, with the Emma movie that's coming out. She's looking forward to that. Mm, okay, it's her type of thing. Jane Austen. 
Yeah, deals. and I mean, you you know my type of movies, and so that's not really my thing. But mm-hmm. I just enjoy movies, so yeah. I actually thought Little Women was pretty captivating. I thought it, it was interesting the way it had its own style. Um, the way I thought it was interesting the way the dialogue was. They seemed like they move very quickly through the dialogue. Did you mm-hmm. notice that? There's like yeah, it was very snappy. It was like response, response, response. And like, uh-huh. It's a yeah. few ticks slower than something like Gilmore Girls, which I can't stand Gilmore Girls. But <laughs> but not much slower. Not much slower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the uh, dialogue must have been a, a dire novel. <laughs> you must have just read the lines straight from the book. <laughs> yeah, right. There was no set dressing or anything like that. But, I, you know, you had kind of talked about it before. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, the acting was, I think, spot on. It was, it was a great cast. Mm, yeah, yeah. The ladies all played off each other very well. Um, overall, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's not my kind of movie, so it it probably wouldn't be my vote for best picture. But I definitely, you know, two thumbs up for me. It was yeah, definitely worth seeing. Earned its place amongst. I think even someone who you know doesn't enjoy that type of movie, I think will enjoy this, and I think that's mm-hmm. always a big compliment for a movie to be able to kind of cross over and entertain people who aren't into historical drama pieces. Agreed. Um, yeah. Um, we also started watching a new show that just got released for Apple TV Plus called Little America. And this show is... It's the best Rotten Tomatoes scored show on Apple TV Plus. I mm. think it has a 93 right now. And this show is really good. <laughs> it's it's excellent. I I think it's one that people will be talking about for a while. It's eight episodes, and each episode is a small story about a different immigrant that's come to the United States in a different way, okay. or their entire family in some cases have come to the United States, or some of their families ended up having to leave the United States because of immigration issues, and there's just the struggles that they've had, and, you know... With businesses and school and this and that and yeah, he's he's a little gassy, Jordan. Yeah, okay. I was thinking, <laughs> it's I was just like, the dog, the dog farted. All right, everyone, yeah. this is what we go through. I was like, silly dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt. God, it's okay. That's all part of it. <laughs> oh, little America, is that what's called? Yeah, I, yeah. I, um, one of the things that. You know, I, I thought it looked interesting, but I, I saw uh, Kumal was on there, you know, talking about the Eternals and talking about all he did to prepare for that that show or that movie. And um, he was also talking about Got how jacked. he had he had been, uh, you know, a producer and helped do some writing. Him and Emily V. Gordon had done some on this show. And so I was like, fine, I'll, I'll do <laughs> I'll it. I'll watch it. And I'm really glad I did. We, we've watched three of the episodes now and. Out of the eight. Really enjoying it, yeah. Excellent. That's it's a, it's a good show. So it's like an anthology kind of storytelling. Yeah. Where it's like, mm-hmm. you, okay. That's... Each one's completely separate, and they're maybe 30, 40 minutes, something like that. It's so weird. I love that kind of storytelling, but for some reason, like, there's no TV shows that I watch. Because yeah. like, there's a lot of good ones. Like, uh, um, obviously, Black Mirror is like, you know, has mm-hmm. that Twilight Zone-esque thing, and there's that right. uh, one Stephen King... Uh, uh, thing on a uh, Hulu that I haven't checked out yet. Which Castle Rock. One? Castle Rock. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's one I thought about watching myself. Me too. Someone's recommended it to the, me like several times. The uh, what's the name of the girl in that one? 
I woman know. in Castle Rock. She was also in Party Down, as was one of the reasons I was watching Party Down, as I mentioned to you. And so I was just kind of looking through what she had done as well. And I guess that's kind of her current ongoing role she's playing. Let's see. Is it uh, Melanie Linsky? Is that it? No. no. I don't know which one's in Party Down. Jane Levy. Sissy Spacek? Oh, wow. That's a bit of a Stephen King reunion there. She was Carrie. Interesting. Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan. Okay, I was next on my list. <laughs> Isn't she like the main character? Um, I guess so. She's in all 10 episodes here that are listed. The only one She's just on like the poster and stuff. That's why I... Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. I'll have but... to check out that one. But maybe if I, if I ever get access to Apple TV or, you know, an Apple TV, I'll probably... She's got to buy something. I've got to buy an Apple TV. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, really? You can get it. Yeah, you should be able to get it on a bunch of different things. Oh, I guess I could, like, cast Yeah, it's like it Amazon. I think it's on Google. Oh, Sam, Samsung. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not an Apple-only product. I didn't know that. Cool. But you okay. can watch it on your phone, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Glad, it, glad they got a home run there. Yeah. And we watched another episode of The Outsider. Have you watched any of that yet? It is on my list. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about The Outsider. I have not yeah. seen episode four. There's one that dropped Sunday. We're probably going to watch that tonight. But you you have started it? I am okay. on episode three. Okay, good. So, yeah, yeah. I'm caught up. enjoying on, it? I'm very much enjoying yeah. it. Uh, me and Amber are watching it together. Would. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, a cool thing to have. It's incredibly like a, dark. <laughs> it's very dark, but, you know, it's... Hmm. It's mostly dark in tone, not so like not too many terrible things have happened. Mm. I mean, one extremely terrible thing has happened, but um, yeah, I There's mean, some more terrible things that have. Oh, happened. great! All right, one episode, one more episode, then I'm gonna be in <laughs> shock and awe. I mean, all right, so I I like the uh, what Stephen King does with his uh, supernatural stuff. I mean, I think it's very rare that Stephen King will be like, oh, here's a ghost or here's a demon or yeah. a vampire, you know, or some, you know, kind of generic monster. Usually he's... The like, new episode goes in a lot into that. Excellent. Because a lot of times you're like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like kind of more creative. They really dive into that in this, the one you haven't seen yet. Excellent. I'll be, I'll be watching that tonight. But yeah, yeah we're, we're in. We're in. Yeah, yeah. We like I like it a lot. Again, as I said, I like Ben Mendelsohn. I think he's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's just good to I watch. I do, too. I think he's a highlight of the show. A lot of these directed by Jason Bateman. I actually you know, was surprised to see him there and also even more surprised to see his name on the, in the directing I one. I think there. it was just the first few. Cause first I, few, I don't think he's mentioned anymore. Mm. It was like because he was in it or something. He was like involved. In, yeah. He did a good job as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Acting and the directing. Obviously, it's a very different yeah. role than he's used to. He's usually a quirky comedian, obviously. But, yeah, he's uh, quite good in those episodes. And also, they're well-directed. I mean, the ones that he's in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, HBO, man, they have some kind of formula to just find these shows. It's. I always wonder, like like I had been talking about you to you when uh, Apple TV Plus had first been released, how there's such a style that runs through all these Apple TV Plus shows, and I don't, I don't understand how you go around, you know, shopping talent and shows and all this, and you're still able to somehow be like, yeah, I can tell that's an Apple TV Plus show. Mm. Other than them doing some kind of post processing, saying, you know, can here you go, we sent over the filter for you, slap this on top <laughs> of your show, but like. 
Yeah, HBO has the same kind of thing. Like this show looks so HBO ish, doesn't it? It's like yeah, it reminds me so much of last de- the true detective, the last detective, the last chance, the detectives. last action detective. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so much like True Detective, and yeah, it, it reminds me of The Leftovers. It just it's very similar in style and look and feel and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And at the same studio, time, they, they have that quality, you know, that those shows had as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to finishing it. The one thing I do have one complaint, and has nothing to do with the show itself. It's I had this complaint with uh, Game of Thrones. It's the freaking. I don't know if that's this is the case with your Apple TV or whatever you use for streaming, but geez, the digital compression just kills me sometimes. Like it'll be like I, my um, I have a nice TV. And I got my internet's bang, and I haven't hooked up directly into the land cable, <laughs> and it's going at one hundred and something. Yeah, and, and it, the, the digital compression is garb. I'll, it'll be like close up to something dark, and it'll like look like an amoeba. I'm like, what am I looking at here? And then I'll zoom out. I'm like, oh, the I end heard of that a bed. about Game of Thrones, but no, I definitely haven't noticed that with the outsider. It might I figured be Game TV of Thrones, a lot of it was you know the fact that it was being released week to week and. Well, I guess the outsider is too, but yeah. everyone is streaming it, you know, at the same time. I thought it might have been too, but jeez, man, I think it. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Maybe it has to do with the device, or I don't know. I've watched it both. I on, should uh, play it here after we get. I want to look at just, it. Yeah, and just see if you notice the same things. Because everyone with Game of Thrones was complaining about, you know, yeah, the, uh, the I, yeah, that was common complaint. The long night or whatever. Um, Everyone was complaining about Great that episode. episode. Great episode. <laughs> but yeah, I have the same complaint. When they're like, yeah. Daenerys and John are like standing there looking at the vast dark field. I'm like, what am I looking at here? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. And I could tell it would have looked just fine if I was watching it on like a 4K disc or a Blu-ray even. Yeah. But some weird hmm. compression thing they have that affects, I guess, at least most streaming devices. It's just, hmm. mm, I have no problem with like Netflix, Hulu. Disney Plus, they all look like pretty pristine, but that, oof, I don't know what in the world's <laughs> going on. But yeah, I'm I gonna, didn't notice that. I shall continue this journey to unravel this mystery of <laughs> whatever uh, <laughs> beastie or creature or <laughs> magic is going on here. You'll see in the new episode. Oh, I'll see. Wow. We're okay. exploring the uh, yeah, what it could be. It's great to have like a mini series sometimes, like to know that like this is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I'd be like, oh, they have to drag this out for two more seasons, and like back in the day, it was so prevalent in like the late, uh, actually all through the '90s, that was always the thing. Stephen King miniseries, Langoliers, Red, um, yeah. you know, like you know, Red Rose, and obviously the Shining miniseries that he did, Stand. Yep. Most of them were pretty terrible. And, you know, obviously they were all under the constraints of ABC yeah. with TV directors. And now we have, like... Got to make it a lot more tame and yeah. <laughs> less violent. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and now we have it on HBO, Netflix, and Hulu. He has, like, a lot of, like, room to, like, kind of play with this stuff to tell more appropriate telling of yeah. it. Yeah. It's funny. I was just thinking when you were saying that you have, like... These ABC miniseries where, you know, I'm sure you have executives just being like, okay, now remember we're, you know, America's broadcasting Uh company. You got to make it tame for the living room. And then you have like Stanley Kubrick who, you know. Yeah. (laughs) He does his thing. (laughs) F you. Yeah. (laughs) Buckets of blood and that kind of thing. And what does Stephen King think? He doesn't like the Stanley Kubrick one, which is like hailed as one of the greatest movies ever filmed. Uh Uh-huh. And then, yeah. 
I think I feel like from what I understand, he was a lot more on board with the ABC shows. <laughs> he was direct. He directed yeah. the shining on ABC, <laughs> the miniseries. And I think, I think the reason why is like, he is beholden like a hundred percent to the characters. And if you do anything that like diverges from what he thinks the character should do or what the character should be, even though it's great, <laughs> even though it's maybe better <laughs> and probably better. Well, the movie is undoubtedly a thousand times better, but the character yep. stuff, I, it comes together better too in that movie. But like, he just has this thing where it's like, if that doesn't click, he's like, Nope, not good. I don't know. It, he's a, he's an interesting guy. Maybe it was just kind of how he felt at the time. And he felt like, yeah, and it just kind of some bitterness, maybe some sour grapes. Definitely. I don't know. <laughs> I think without a doubt. Yeah. Just emotion. <laughs> uh huh. Anyways, Jordan, what have you been watching slash playing? Okay, well, I mean, other than the outsiders, um, one thing, some random ones here, man. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. And actually, one <laughs> one very random one. Um, have you ever seen the show? Um, it's animated. Uh, the critic. No. Um, the critic is. Okay, I'm looking at it here. It was released in 1994. For some reason, like, every now and then I'll have a show that I watch, like, right before I go to bed. I'll, like, watch one episode of it. And uh, this was uh, some of the creative team, part of the creative team that was working on The Simpsons worked on The Critic. Mm -hmm. It focuses around a movie critic, film critic called Jay Sherman, who's voiced by uh, John Levitz. Um, he's a. Uh, Actor you might know. He was obviously on SNL. You know, he's been... I'm looking through the info, yeah. Okay. Um, but it is pretty funny. I mean, it, I recommend it. It's on Crackle, which uh, isn't great. The it's greatest streaming service greatest. ever to be created. Yeah, it's so funny because, like, uh, so many people who just aren't on board the streaming train will, like, be introduced to it through some of these free ones. Yeah. And they're like... Like, I have a coworker, and she was like, I don't think I like streaming like i've been i've been dealing with pluto. i've been crackling yeah like i i was on pluto i'm like pluto's horrible of course you're not really invested like anything even like the even like the one that you might recommend the least even like amazon prime or hulu they're like a thousand times better yeah. than any of these but whatever i'm watching it on crackle so i got you know i got the ads here and there but yeah. i'd say you know check this out if you like the simpsons or you like some of those older like 90s um adult uh humor kind of stuff which you know back then with like the critic and simpsons and even like older ones like Duckman and like dr Katz, those were like some of the really old like adult mm -hmm. animated shows they were they were adult but they this were... was a long Along with The Simpsons, obviously, it's '94. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this was like off the success of that. Some yeah. of the creative team went off to do this. Mm -hmm. They even had like a crossover episode where <laughs> Jay Sherman visited Springfield. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I think he cameoed in one of the, another episode here. But it's a it's a funny show. It's just if you're looking for just a quick laugh, I'd say check it out. It's not only there's only two seasons long. It ran, but I think it's one of those shows that was like it's acclaimed. I watched it a little bit back in the day. It was like one of those things where it's like I had a few shows like this. I, I was like I had some sort of like I was fixated on like I was fixated on some of these like adult animated shows. It was like something like uh, as a kid, you're like, I like cartoons. But when you saw a cartoon be like more adult, it like made you want to watch. Cause, like it's a cartoon. Yeah. 
but it's more adult. So it like made me feel more adult <laughs> and I still feel that way. I'm just kidding. No, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I remember like every now and then like the Simpsons and like the critic, when it was on, I would tape it. I'd like record it on yeah. a VHS and I then like that. rewatch them. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I wasn't able to re uh, do that with the critic as much because just <laughs> obviously not as much content wasn't on as much. So it was, it's cool to kind of like go through these episodes and like watch this series. What's confusing to me, I'm seeing, so it's saying it went all the way to like 2000, but it's saying the on-air only ran between 94 and 95. Yeah, I mean, certain, uh, it would it would uh, run reruns here and there. But um, it said it had three seasons, but it said its three. original run only mm-hmm. had 23 episodes, first broadcast on ABC and then finishing on Fox. Interesting. It may have started their third season, but it could have been like not picked up or gotten canceled or something like that. Actually, I don't know. It, hmm. 33 episodes, it says. Interesting. Yeah, so maybe it got in like another 10 episodes or something. Interesting, though. Or, oh, it says something about a revival series in December 12th, 2000 to September 2001. Wow. That's definitely not on Crackle. I might have to try to track that down. Something <laughs> tells me that's going to be the most difficult thing to track down because a lot of those like... When they do the revival, yep, that's, that's what it is a full a full second season. That's what it was. Oh wow! Sorry, I'm seeing the like timeline here. So that first season, 13 episodes, January '94 to July '94. Then the second season, March 5th to March 21st or to May 21st '95. Oh wow! I'm looking and at then, some of the clips here. Yeah, it's like a different like the animation style is a little different. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, they're making fun of some 2000 stuff because that's the whole thing. If you like movies, um, there's a lot of just parody of a lot of different like movies. It's not. It's yeah. about the critic. It's not like, you know, like uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 or anything where they're just making fun of movies the whole time. But there's just it's littered throughout the whole thing. Yeah. It's kind of like YouTube videos and parodying about movies. Yeah. <laughs> talking about them. They, they'll yeah. always open with him watching, like, you know, like, it's Home Alone 5. And it's like, oh, no, we left our son home, our 30-year-old son. And he's just there <laughs> smoking a cigarette going, ah! <laughs> it's stuff like that, you know? And I see in the revival they're making fun of episode one and x So similar to The Simpsons, really. I mean, yeah. they had that scattered in, too. Definitely. And, and they yeah. were doing the cutaway humor before Family Guy, yeah. for Which sure. Which is like Family Guy's thing. <laughs> Which is Family Guy's thing. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, you know, sometimes when it comes to the, uh, when Family Guy was a hit, I think, and South Park, I should say, um, it definitely, like, got a lot more edgy as far as, like, uh, the adult mm-hmm. uh, animation is concerned, which is fine. It needs, like, a type of humor for everyone. It's not, it's just animation. But this is like when they were kind of dipping their toes into it. So it was, it's like, you know, it's for adults, but it's not like you're not going to raise an eyebrow or anything. Yeah. You know, it's something your parents Especially might not want you watching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like your parents would probably frown upon it when you were 10. Yeah. But, you know, now who cares? <laughs> um, anyways, what else have I been watching? Who knows, man? Um, the dum bum looking at my list, looking at my list. Uh, there's just a few things I'm I'm continuing to play. Man, oh my gosh, Kingdom Hearts Remind. So I told you I'm just trying to get through these bosses, these boss fights. Right. Like it's no longer like oh I tried like 15 times and I you know I keep dying. Yeah. And then I finally did it. It's no longer that. It's like exponentially <laughs> more. I'm talking hours. What's the difficulty you have it on? Well, the highest difficulty, critical. Mm. 
And so That'd there's... That'd be wide, Jordan. There really, yeah. I mean... <laughs> And it's all for you Kingdom Hearts. For it. I did ask for it. I mean, really, it's all for Kingdom Hearts, you know, because like there's. It's all for the hearts. Really, man. it really is. I mean, like if it, if this was uh, a series that I or a game franchise that I like but don't love, I'd probably bump the difficulty down. But I'm here. No, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta smash my way through this. And yeah. I think also because I started, and I'm like. Most of the way through, don't I'm like, want to be a quitter. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to be a quitter. I can't stop now. This game's not gonna freaking beat me, and so it's painful. It's at the point where a certain one boss will take me several hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in there yelling at yourself. I mean, I am. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Like for the most part, there's. I feel great satisfaction when I finally beat them. It's definitely <laughs> rise out of your seat. And I like yeah. ran upstairs. Amber, Amber, <laughs> I freaking did it! I did it! I beat him! <laughs> like I seriously did that last night when I got. I doubt time. she's as excited as you are. <laughs> no, she's like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Mom, I did it. <laughs> Same kind of deal. But um, I'm still plugging through. I only have two bosses left, and so out of the like, there's thirteen. And then one secret. I have one more of the 13 and then the secret. But there you oh go. Boy. There you <laughs> go, Jordan. Oh, boy. And then on to Death Stranding. But I'm doing it. But I took some time away because I didn't want to stop. I don't want to go on to something else, get, like, really invested Story in Story of my life, man. I mean, because the I've main... I've done it too many times. Because the main thing is I feel like I'm getting in a groove here. I'm like, okay, I've never been this good at Kingdom Hearts in my life. At this point. And so oh, yeah. if I start and I'm like, and I start playing Smash Bros for 10 hours, I'm going to start thinking in terms of Smash Bros oh, yeah. and I'm going to not be quite as good. I'm just going to, I don't know. I'll be honest. I, I just get bored, honestly. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to spend my time doing this. No, I want to finish this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm working on some stupid challenge thing on Call of Duty. Yeah. But I'm just like, I've put in like 56 hours in this game mm-hmm. and I just don't want to do this anymore. Like yeah. I want to, but I also don't want to. So I'm just, I'm just going to play something else. <laughs> that is literally everything else. And I'm disappointed <laughs> myself, you know, for not finishing it. Yeah. Again, I said only for Kingdom Hearts. There's literally, yeah. I wouldn't go through this for anything else. I'm having fun. I want to, I want to repeat that. I am having fun. These are good <laughs> boss fights, but I am having to make myself rise <laughs> To a new level of gamer <laughs> that I am just not. I'm not the you, greatest. You feel that much better about it. Yeah, it takes everything out of me to beat a Mega Man game. Yeah. And this is like the same kind of like, the same kind of uh, video game powers you need to be good at a Mega Man game. It's what we're talking about here. Okay, dodge the right area. Or like, okay, this is your attack window. Move here. What, what are you looking at? I just found out how many hours I actually have okay, in Call of Duty. Okay, I was about to say, don't tell me another celebrity has died oh, on the gosh. podcast. That was terrible I can't to take learn. another one. I know, that was horrible to learn. I can't do this again. <laughs> We've already Chris been... Hemsworth died. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, dear God. That would be awful, man. No. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing it. I'm having fun. But this is beyond the pale for me. And uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 4, maybe that's the next time I'll push myself yeah. to this level again but i'm not going into like dark souls and turning the difficulty all the way up that's not something i want to do i want to challenge but i know my limits and i'm pushing myself a little bit beyond my limit here with this one but anyways i'm almost done 
Um, but I did I did stop for a little bit to play Super Smash Bros. for like a couple hours. I knew I couldn't really dive in and be like, all right. Because like the way the way this is... Because they released the new characters? Is they that, did. Is that why you're back in? Yesterday. I, I just wanted to play for a bit, downloaded it, and just kind of checked, uh, checked them out. Uh, Fire Emblem character. Just they're, they're, it's a fun character. I mean, right. it's it's yeah. not going to be one that I main. I usually gravitate towards uh, faster characters, and this one's kind of more uh, technical. You know, when they add a new character, is it literally just that simple? It's just a new characters in the game, um, or is there any like training missions, or is there any like new level, or? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, what they do. This is. Definitely the mostly back in the day that was it. Like in last Super Smash Bros, that was it. Here's the new character. Maybe you'll get a stage. Now every character. It was a DLC in the old one too. Yeah, just the, the last previous one. game. Uh, before then, none. The, the last one and for Wii U, we had, Wii U, right? This yeah. is this is the only Switch Smash Bros. Yeah, and so what will be? It's the character. It's a stage. Music, obviously, to accompany the stage. But the things that they don't really talk about much, there's a, something called a spirit board. It's really cool. In, uh, in Smash Bros., like uh, this new one, they'll have like uh, a character from the game, and they'll like put a spirit on them, which is like basically it's supposed to represent another video game character. And so for, yeah. for each DLC character, there'll be a different spirit board from. So for when uh, Joker came out, they had a Persona 5 one. And so there was... All these characters that you kind of fight against, but how they do it, for instance, like they'll take attributes and personality of the character from the game and they'll like make the uh, an existing character in Smash Bros. Uh, exhibit, exhibit that. Hmm. And so like, for instance, uh, there's a one from Fire Emblem that I played where it's like there's this character. They made like the costume look that way. They made them use a similar weapon that they did. Yeah. And they like accompanied another character to, because there was like this character had this bodyguard. And so like this character would represent that one. Gotcha. This one. It's just, it's cute. It's fun. Yeah. It's just like you play it once and you're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and they'll like what they do now is they have the, they have their story mode that, you know, you, that has, doesn't really get updated. You're able to play as those new characters through it, but that's not a really big update. But what the, is kind of cool is with their classic arcade mode, they'll like it's a set amount of uh, fights, and they make they theme them around the character. And so when a new character is released, like for instance when Terry from uh, uh, Fatal Fury was announced, they'll do these uh, his because his games were these three three versus three. Uh, battles and they like would form it around that and so big like, okay you're gonna do an HP battle versus Mario Luigi and Peach and mm. you know and then so on and so forth okay now you're going against Fox Falco and Wolf or something like right. that how they'd kind of theme it around it so yeah there there is stuff in there I mean it's not insane you're not gonna be doing it for hours but if this is a character for you it's just it adds a lot of flavor to right. the game it's just it's going to be like 80 characters by the time they're done with the DLC. It's, you're playing online when you play, or you play like a local battle? Um, I generally will play online, when, um, but when I'm getting used to the new character, I do all that stuff. It's like CPU. Yeah. Yeah, battles. So, exactly. Yeah. Because I don't want to just be like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. I'm this new character. Never get played dominated. I get dom- I'm <laughs> yeah. not amazing at that game. I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> 
But like, yeah, there's the online world opens up a whole. It world humbles of competition. you. Competition. Yeah. It really humbles you, and it's yeah. like one of those things where it's like you feel yourself slipping, like because there is this point where I was like, okay, I'm playing a lot of Smash Bros, and I'm doing pretty good online. Yeah. Then you just stop. A new game comes out. Like simply, you just play another game, yeah. and then you come back after like a month, and you're like, I'm terrible. I'm getting my butt handed to me because yeah. there's like you stopped, so you've gotten a little yeah. worse. But there's all these other people who have never stopped and yeah. just just gotten better. And so, For me, it's like Halo. I'll go and play Call of Duty, and then I come back to Halo. I'm like, wow, I'm pretty bad. Get my butt handed to me. <laughs> what yeah. am I doing? You just get left behind. And it's, yeah. yeah, it's a... The controls really is. are so different. It's it's tough when you move from one shooter to the other. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. exactly it, too. When Same thing with fighting games. When you're just playing anything else, really. Yeah, if you're playing, yeah. especially if it's another fighting game. Goodness yeah. gracious. Even if I'm, like, playing Spider-Man or something, I'm like, okay, let me get into the Rewire mode. the brain. Yeah, let me get into yeah. this <laughs> specific fighter mode or whatever. And yeah. so um, that that's pretty much it. Um, I, when I'm done with Remind, I'll start Death Stranding and... Yeah, and I'll continue with The Outsider. As far as movies, um, I haven't seen any movies since Weathering With You. Is there anything that you're going to go see other than Parasite? <clears throat> um, I'll probably go see uh, Dr. Doolittle. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, my wife saw it. She said it was all right. Let me know when you do. If I'm in town, I'll probably check sure. it out yeah. until this weekend. But yeah, it's it, I like Robert Downey Jr. So it's all, there's like almost a yeah. sense of wanting to support him exactly. almost. <laughs> And I mean, hearing that it's not terrible, it's like, okay, well, it looked like it could be. I'll use this pass here. Yeah, since it's all right. Yeah. um, uh, I heard, did you see all the reviews for The Turning? I don't know about that movie. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I do. I do know about that movie. I've seen... Okay, when you have like the the pass, you like see so many movies. You've seen enough of the reviews that you know. Well, no. I've seen so many of the trailer. Yeah. That one trailer has driven me nuts. I knew from the first time I saw that trailer, I'm like, this movie looks terrible. <laughs> like, it looks awful. Like, it's annoying watching the trailer. And I've seen that trailer, like, 20 times. It's like, it like plays with every movie. It's like yeah. how the Terminator trailer was. I think for me, like, it did bother me, but I think the Invisible Man one is the one that has really <laughs> triggered me the most. It's, it's like, pretty bad. The movie looks really bad. As you have said in the theater, they've shown the entire movie. This entire movie. Literally, all the way to the ending. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it just doesn't look good anyway. So it's like, why does this movie even need to come out now? I know. <laughs> We've basically watched the movie like five times now. We have. It's not like, you know, there's movies like you see like a Mission Impossible trailer and you like see the action scenes. And some of them, you, when you see the movie, you're like, oh, okay, that was in the trailer and this yeah, is in the third that's always act. like, oh, why, why did you show me that? Yeah. Like, I was excited about that. Now I'm like in the movie watching it going, oh, great. Now I know what's about to happen. Yeah, I don't like that to begin with, but the the Invisible Man's even more egregious because it like lays it out. It like the lays entire the entire story. story. Here's the first, second, and third act. There it is. And here's the major scenes from all those things. Like this Exactly. Is, this is where the action happens. <laughs> Like when she's leaving the house, it's like, why are you showing that? Yeah, it, 
Every, the thing I like to do sometimes with those trailers is be like, and that's where the trailer should have ended. I'll like point out a moment where there's like somebody sitting in that chair, and that would be fine. Or even when he breathes, just show like five or six of the creepy scenes, and then end the trailer. I know it's you. Oh my god! You don't need the story when you see a trailer. That's that. I mean, that's base, the basic thing that mm-hmm. we've always said. You don't need to understand the whole the whole story to want to go see a movie. You don't need that. Yeah. You just need to know, okay, give me a very general idea what this movie's about, like the Interstellar trailer. <laughs> like, okay, we're going to go to space. Something cool is going to happen. Yeah. And Matthew McConaughey's starring. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, cool. I'll see it. That would be enough, I feel like, for 90% of people out there who want to mm-hmm. go see a movie. They just need to know that. Okay, what's Tenet about? Okay, we have a cool hero who is going to do something. I don't know. We'll I don't know see. what he's doing. There's it looks some, really crazy. There's some kind of time manipulation. Some time shenanigans that looks going awesome. on. Don't know how that works. Don't know where that's going. That's a good example right there. The Tenet trailer is mm-hmm. a current trailer yeah. that doesn't show much. I Honestly, I probably would have liked to have seen less. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's probably just me. But people who aren't huge fans who can recognize movies say, oh, that's a Christopher Nolan movie. I'm definitely going to go see that. Yeah. Like me. Would probably be like, okay, that movie looks good, but they don't know anything about what's going to happen or I don't know what the literal final scene when she's going to discover. There you are. <laughs> How are you doing this? I Where can't. are you? It's here. It's so bad. Like, it's probably Batman. It is Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're just out oh, of their freaking man. minds. I mean, we can go on about yeah, this. It's if so you want, annoying. But, it's it's insane. It's the most blatant that I've seen it in a long time. And I've seen some bad ones where like, well, here, and then this happens. Oh, but then, but then she finds out, and all of that's in the trailer. <laughs> I think one of the things that annoys me, too, is when there's a bad TV show or a bad movie, or, for instance, what we're talking about now, a bad trailer. What's frustrating to me is we're now in 2020. Yeah. So we've had many decades of good quality examples of movies, of trailers, of TV shows that you can just go back and look at. Yeah. And I'm sure you have as a director, as an editor, whatever your role is that you've screwed up that we're complaining about right now. (laughs) And so you have no excuse. Like if this was the 90s, you didn't have a lot of good things to go off of. Mm -hmm. Like you have good movies, but like trailers were kind of new and the new styling. But since the 90s, we've kind of been doing trailers kind of the same. And the evolution of trailers has gotten to a point where there's no excuse anymore to have a trailer as bad as The Invisible Man. There's just no no reason for it. We Like like I just mentioned (laughs) with the Christopher Nolan movies, but there's many other good examples of movies that they show some of it. I would say a lot of the Marvel movies do a good job of showing some cool scenes that don't give anything away about the plot. I mean, even the... uh, even the Black Widow trailer, which I don't think is a great trailer, but it doesn't give anything away. I don't yeah, feel like I it don't does. know what's inter- going on. It introduces characters that you already would know that they're coming or that are going to mm-hmm. be on Jimmy Kimmel talking about their role. You yeah. know, it doesn't give away who the bad guy is, who the main villain is, what the big, you know, kerfuffle is, what they're mm-hmm. dealing with. It just shows, oh, there's some crazy action with, you know, all these great characters and actors that you know are in the movie. Anyways, I'm rambling on too much. But my no, point is just that there's been so many good TV shows and movies and trailers, and there's just no excuse. So Yeah, and it's not... End of ramble. <laughs> it's not like, okay, so making a movie is insanely hard. Making a trailer 
isn't the same thing because I mean it's an art. I bet that's like the first thing you do in film school is like how to you make know. a trailer. <laughs> and it's like there's so many examples that you can just mimic, and it's not like plagiarism or anything like that. Or there's like it's like, yeah, you can copy the style of a trailer. Yeah, it's and fine. and nobody's going to claim plagiarism because you had the scenes of your movie in it. It's just you copied the sequence that they cut their movie and you did the same for your movie. Yep. Yeah. And and the thing is, is like. I feel like you can make a template like, okay, you're going to take a scene like this in the first act and cut it out of the movie. Now your responsibility is to find that scene. That's mm-hmm. all you have to do. Now put it in here. Like there could be a template, you know, like, okay, editor, plug this in here. I think like, like from what I've heard, it's like a lot of studios that will do that. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of times studios won't let their directors cut their tra- own trailers. And that's how you got stuff like in uh, Terminator Genesis. How like they revealed yeah, yeah. who that John Connor was the the villain that was supposed to be revealed. Yeah. Even in the movie, like played as oh this is a reveal. Like what are you talking about? We already freaking knew this. Yeah. It was in the trailer, and if you missed the trailer, it's on the freaking poster. <laughs> and the director was pissed. Yeah. I'd be pissed so too. Dumb. It's like yeah, it's ridiculous. Just what are the like? Here's the the story. We want to keep most of it vague. We want to get people excited, but we want people to enjoy the movie. That's the thing. They feel like, who cares if they're spoiled and they've already seen it? As long, they think it'll get their butts in the seats if you give them more to like appease them. But no, it's like you want to... Less is more most of the times with trailers. So, Yeah, I feel like so much of the reason people come to movies is because of reviews or friends have told them that the movie's good. Yeah. Like, I think that's what gets people into the movies. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. What's the Rotten Tomato score, or what does my friend say? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, as you said, I think uh, I'm trying to think of some examples of just a fantastic trailer that showed. People are not stupid. They don't need trailers yeah. dumbed down to them. They just they don't. It's fine to have some mystery and to be like, "What's going on?" That's what literally the reason I want to go to movies. Yeah. I want like incredible mystery. I, I just enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I enjoy about my sci-fi movies. That's why you know Ad Astra and Interstellar, and just you know I love the mystery about those movies. Yeah, and a lot of times I'll go into a movie and I'll say, yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen. Or The Outsider, going on. the show we're watching. Yeah, that's like the most enjoyable thing about the show. It's like intrigue. What is happening? A lot of intrigue. <laughs> yeah. And when I go in and I'll, I'll say, I don't know what's going on, going to go on in this movie. That's a compliment. That's me saying I'm interested. Because yeah. like, I felt I said that about Star Wars. I think I've said that about like every Star Wars, the new Star Wars mm-hmm. that have come out. That I'm like, I have no idea what's hap- going to happen here. And that's good. That's that's a and good. The, the Infinity War and Endgame. They, yeah. They did a great job of like throwing curveballs at us. Yeah. I was like, I have no mm-hmm. idea what's happening here or going to happen. And so like when some of the, like early on, when some of the surprises happened, I was like, jaw agape yeah. in theaters and that makes you a, feel like a child because you're seeing yeah. something new that you've never seen before it's a wonderful feeling to yeah. actually be surprised <laughs> we need to sit universal down and tell them what they did wrong here yeah. and the invisible man <laughs> it, it's it's lack of confidence in uh on yeah. the movie that they're making and like i don't think i'd say so is, have you is there an example of uh of a movie where it's ruined in the trailer but it's actually a good movie i'm trying to think That'd be a hard one to think of. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a hard one to think of. There's, I can think of a lot of examples of times where I was surprised and not knowing something uh, yeah. that I saw in the trailer or something like that. But I can't think of a lot of examples where I'm like, wow, they showed too much in the trailer. And then I saw the movie. I'm like, yeah, they did show too much in the trailer. But that was really I freaking good. I still loved it. <laughs> yeah, I still loved it. 
Hmm. Huh. I don't know. I'm sure there's no, some I'm examples not sure. here. Yeah, because it is it does suck. Like Batman v Superman was one of those movies where it's like, wow, I felt like I saw every like every scene in that movie yeah. was represented by some part of a trailer. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, pretty much, and it's like a three hour long movie. You literally know knew the whole like big thing in the movie yeah. from the trailer. Oh, man. There are like two main conflicts in that movie, and they're completely in the trailer. That's not an example, by the way. That's not a. That's good the opposite. Movie. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what we're. That's the problem. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> um, anyways, we talked about trailers. I guess we didn't really have a topic. It's it's something today, that's frustrated so. us for a long time, and it's still. I just don't feel like it's gotten a lot better. And like I said, I just yeah. don't think there's any excuse for it. Mm-hmm. I'll like look over and be like, whole movie. <laughs> that's like usually. <laughs> I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, this is your first introduction to a movie, and I, I think it's it's very important to get the trailer right. And yeah, yeah, it's it, sad. <laughs> it pisses me off when it is like a something I care about. Like when it's something like I'm like, okay, The Invisible Man. Like I could yeah. be interested in it, but then I see the trailer, and then I'm like, it could be really cool, but yeah, the I'm movie doesn't look good. Way so. less interested in it now, and it could. But they be could good, have at least but... teased us too in a way where the movie may not be good, but. We're like, hmm, that mm, looks interesting. Yeah, okay. And we go to the movie and we're like, this is terrible. But, <laughs> you know, beforehand, it could get our butts in the seat. This isn't hard. That's the funny thing. It's like most, I think we're giving this movie a lot of crap acting like every movie does that. Most movies don't. Like, for instance, like, take the Sonic trailer. I don't really know what's happening in the movie. Yeah. I don't know when, like, some of those p- points in the movie are going to go down. And so it's like... So it's like, yeah, I mean, and I don't know if that movie's like, that movie's not Christopher Nolan. And so it's like, yeah, it can't be too hard. The 1917 is another good example of a great trailer. Yeah. That, it, it well, I mean, I don't know. That, that movie's pretty straightforward, but still, it, it did, it did, a, it did tease well, I think. When I was seeing the yeah. movie, I, I didn't get the feeling of, well, this can't happen here because that hasn't happened yet, yeah. or this is going to happen at this part of the. I had no feeling of that. I was definitely like, I don't really know when the moments in the trailer are going to occur. And I was so yeah. engaged, I wasn't really thinking about it. That's the worst. The worst is when yeah. you see a movie and a character's life is threatened, and you're like, well, I know they're not going to die because I saw a part in the trailer yep. that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was even thinking the other Sam Mendes, you know, big movie Skyfall. I was thinking back on that and how, just how cool that trailer was and mm-hmm. how that stylistic cool and, you know, it made you really excited about the new James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. The, new, the new trailer does as well, actually. It does, but it, that has yeah. this a, a different sin. The sin is it plays in front of every single freaking movie. Yeah. And you know what's worse? If you show up a little early for the movie and you're there for newbie or whatever, you get to see it twice. They they freaking have it. It there. plays when the lights are on. Yeah, exactly. It plays a little bit quieter. At first, I thought I was like, "Oh, is this a featurette? Is it gonna?" Am I think I'm seeing the trailer yeah. and it's gonna cut to gonna an interview, interview with Daniel Craig? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but no, it's the it's just the trailer. And yeah. then like among the first trailers that plays is freaking No Time to Die. Yeah. I've seen the trailer dozens of times at this point yeah. because of that. That's just... Well, I'm just ready for that movie to come out. <laughs> it's not really their fault. You want to advertise their movie. Most people yeah. don't see movies like we do, where we see... Is it, is it because a, a lot of the movies we've been seeing are the same studio, you think? Um, I, I don't... Maybe they're mm, running it before their movie? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of 
Sony MGM or whatever. I haven't seen a lot of those kind of movies. So it's just, they're just playing it. They're just yeah. they're just buying that ad time, man. You want people to know about your new James Bond movie. I get it. I get it, man. But whatever. Too much. Yeah. Hmm. So Batman. <laughs> the Batman, Luke. Yep. The Are they going to call him that in the movie? I kind of don't like in the, in the context of the world where people will say it's the Batman. Yeah, I feel like the whole naming thing is odd. <laughs> We've gone through so many iterations now of yeah. Superman, Man of Steel, and Batman, and Dark Knight, and the Batman. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, honestly, I think it's a good idea to have... Because when, when obviously saying calling it Batman is not... It, not really in the cards because you know you don't want I, I, I like that you don't want future generations to get confused because I don't know if a hundred years down the line the Batman won't be confusing <laughs> I am right I know just call it yeah. Batman <laughs> and then have like a subtitle like you know here comes the Joker or uh oh penguins coming <laughs> or something I don't care a lot of people do it that's what Marvel deep does freeze. <laughs> deep freeze deep uh, freeze sub zero they already have a Batman sub zero it's animated that's funny because that's what the animated movies do so that's funny that they're doing it but yeah. no DC movie does that isn't that weird yeah that like they have the most iterations of their characters but they is it because of that they don't want to call it Superman Rise of Zod or I don't know I don't forget Rise know. of Zod don't call it Rise of Zod <laughs> but you know something that I think that would be the way to go for this like Batman and I think they just know. they want to be more stylistic you know yeah. kind of like Joker was it's very like art housey way of titling your movie yeah and I feel like it was the same thing with Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises it was kind of Christopher Nolan you know just trying to like title his movies just classic film titles mm -hmm. that would fit in with history but like you said it's super confusing but it also it would have been a little goofy too to be like the dark knight 2 that would have felt weird <laughs> no there's even though it would have been less confusing it would have been there's certain movies that shouldn't have a two yeah. you know <laughs> somewhat so I, I i'm i'm all aboard having a two don't yeah. don't get me wrong <laughs> i you know i'm not about the whole the Fast and the Furious, Fast and the Furious, Furious yeah. kind of naming convention or whatever. We haven't gotten that yet. I mean, that's probably the worst. That's pretty bad. Of any series. Uh, Rambo's pretty bad with uh, First Blood. Uh, Rambo, Fast First and Furious is really two. bad because there's just Rambo so many three. of them, too. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a decent number of Rambos, but nothing compared to Fast and Furious. There's about to be nine of them. We just got oh. the trailer. I mean, the poster. Yeah. It's God. really bad. It's a lot. But um, yeah, I'm fine with the Batman. It's not the worst. It's it's fine. But you know, it's funny because like Marvel, they seem with their movies, what they do is they kind of have the, they're like loose adaptations of uh, comic storylines, like the Winter mm -hmm. Soldier and, mm -hmm. and the Civil War and Ragnarok. You know, these are things that have occurred in the comics, and they have a like of a comparison with a story yeah. that's already that's a good existing. way of doing it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they don't really do that with DC. There's no like with Joker. There is no like someone asked me this. They're like, it was this like based on something like. Not really. You know, it's it's actually pretty wholly original yeah. as far as a Joker story goes. And Joker so, into madness. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a telling of the killing joke or something where yeah. it's like, oh, it's this one. But they haven't really done that. Even like Man of Steel and Wonder Woman was so it's so far off from like most popular uh, story arcs that I guess you know it's better to just be like, well, you know, Wonder Woman. But 
Marvel's doing a lot better, so maybe they maybe they should do it. maybe they should take notes <laughs> from that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the uh, this story arc copying might be a better system. Yep, we're talking about the Batman a little bit because it started filming. <laughs> in case anybody, <laughs> in case anybody didn't was, realize that. Why are they now talking about the Batman? But it started filming today, and so it's like it's yep. happening. That's the point where it's like it's happening. I always have this doubt period when it comes to movies in my mind whether or not a movie will happen. You know, DC sometimes have done it with me, but now they're more consistent. Sony, big time. Like, for the longest time, I'm like, no, there's not going to be a Venom movie. There's not going to... But when it started filming, I'm like, okay, it's finally happening. Same thing with Morbius. I'm like, nope, not going to get a Morbius. There's no freaking... Oh, all right, (laughs) there's the trailer. I guess it's real. Crap. But, you know... We've got some uh, cast announcements as well. Uh, Zoe Kravitz... Will be Selena Kyle. I like that. Jeffrey Wright, who was in uh, Westworld, mm. he's like one of the main guys in there. Will be Commissioner Gordon. Okay. So I think that's a good. Yeah. I think that's a good cast. He's he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's definitely got some chops. Um, I don't. Do you know John Turturro? John Turturro. He was in uh, the Transformers movies. He was in uh, uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Okay. A, I you, see a picture oh, you, of him. You stole yep. my story, you know. I see a picture of him. Yep. <laughs> right. Who's he? The skinny uh, skinny guy with the goatee. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> you stole my story. Exactly. You stole my story. <laughs> I'm going to burn your laugh. So he will be a Carmine Falcon. Oh, Fal- okay. Falcone. Falcone. Or, Falcone. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That that makes sense. That's good. I like that. So far, so 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 far, so good. What else we got? We will definitely see. Um, that's all they have here. Um, I think they just took the top, like candidates pretty sure colin farrell will be playing oswald cobblepot the penguin you know paul dano will be the riddler wow so i guess i guess the riddler will be the main oh wow so we're getting penguin and riddler and woman <laughs> interesting you know i kind of andy circus will be alfred pennyworth great that's really good Ooh, he's i didn't recognize that name when you told me the paul dano he's a you'd be a good riddler that's a, I think mm-hmm. he'd play that mm-hmm. well. That's that's good. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. This will be the first Riddler we've gotten since uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yep. Oh yeah, riddle me this, riddle me that. He's, uh, He's quite a Riddler. Like yeah, he was <laughs> quite a Riddler. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a lot more. I mean, there's been a lot of rumors about this kind of being loose to the Long Halloween. It's a uh, one of those graphic novels. I've read a long time ago, so I barely yeah. remember it, but. Interesting if it is, but I kind of like the idea of there being multiple villains. It'll be the first take on a lot of these characters, honestly, since, Mm -hmm. what, early 90s, late 80s? Do you think this is like we're getting into Batman's is uh, pre-existed? Or, you know, do you think we're getting into like a world where Batman has been around? He's been doing it for a little bit? Or do you think we're getting an origin? I mean, just being the fact that, you know, this is such a young Batman, I would assume that this is an origin origin story. Yeah. I, I think it can go either way. I mean, usually when there's so many villains, I tend to think that, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Like it, I don't know if it's one of those things where I always kind of like the idea of like just jumping in to a world and being like, oh, these, these criminals are already at large. Like we've already had some adventures here and there just because they haven't really done that very much, you know, to be like. You you think they would age Robert Pattinson to, to seem like he'd. 
Was well, it more of a weathered Batman? I don't know about weathered, but maybe like, okay, I've been doing this for like five years or something like that. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's considered like late into his career. No, not late. Like five but, years. But he's had some adventures. I don't know. I, I always feel like, you know, watching the Is that what you want? I don't know because I, I think that's more difficult to do. Like it's there's a part of me that's like just get to it because I've seen I've seen Batman start a, you a couple times. You don't see Batman Begins again. No, and Begins again. Begin again. There yeah. it is. The Batman Begins again. Oh God, no. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like I feel like when you have such a good origin, because like, I do feel like you know people have some trouble with Batman Begins, but it, like towards the end, but that origin. Pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It's like, what do you want? I mean, they have <laughs> probably one of the top ten actors of the generation yeah. playing Batman. So, yeah, it's hard to argue with it. I've seen a few great, you know, great origins. I'm just kind of done with it. Like, I've seen it in Batman Begins and even, like, the animated version of Batman did it in Batman Mask of the Phantasm. And so I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. kind of, I don't need it. I don't, you know, I just... Yeah. I don't want to. They, I, I, don't, I know that they don't want to show his parents getting shot again, because it's <laughs> even the pearls in, falling the to the pearls ground. Pearls slow motion cascading to the ground. Yeah, I don't need it. I don't. Yeah, and there's a part of me. I think like the majority of me. I think does want them to kind of just jump into it. I mean, it's a little bit difficult to do, but I mean, what what was that year? You remember two thousand four? Was it Batman Begins? Batman Begins. It's either four or yeah, four or five, something like that. I don't remember. Dark Knight was seven. Dark I do Knight remember was that. Seven. that was Twelve was year. rises. Yeah, let's see. Batman. Batman I believe it was Begins. four. Two thousand five. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was a long time ago, but I don't know. Those movies loom large in people's minds as far as Batman is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more unannounced villains that would be in there. Because, you know, honestly, I'd kind of like it. Be like, here's this world. Like Arkham. Like Arkham uh, Asylum. Like it's That's already... a lot of big name villains. Those are big All name villains. All in one movie. Riddler. Um, I worry Penguin. about being crowded, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it could be a situation where they're not main... Some of them aren't main villains. Some of them are just like, I got to show up here, get some information from this villain, and like kind of defeat a couple of his goons. Then move on to the real threat. I mean, that's what happens a lot of times in these kind of these kind of stories. Sometimes, you know, the one will just appear. Here's this thing you need. Like Selena Kyle does that all the freaking time. I, like, I wonder what that relationship was going to be like. That's what I yeah. what I was about to mention. Are they a similar age, uh, Zoe Kravitz and uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson? They, they've got to be very close. Okay, both maybe around thirty, probably. Cool. Guess them. Yeah. All right. You know, I honestly, you know, because the thing is, usually if it's if they're doing an origin, it's like then they have to do an origin for every villain, you know, and like I'd rather just be like these villains exist like these villains are, you know, already doing their thing. Maybe they haven't even encountered Batman yet or maybe, you know, they've just got escaped from prison or something like that. I don't know. I don't. That's where it gets bad is when there's like uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's what, like, when they, like, okay, there's, here's the origin for Rhino. Here's the origin for Electro. Here's the origin for Green Goblin. It's like, okay, maybe some of these could have pre-existed. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was saying. (laughs) It seems crowded. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they did the same thing, obviously, with Batman. 
Batman Returns, you know, which also had uh, <laughs> Penguin and uh, Catwoman, where it's like, here's the origin. There's for no Cat- argument that's going to get me to even think of those movies in serious <laughs> context. I mean, Christmas yeah, movie. I mean, those movies. Those movies are kind of jokes, to be honest. I mean, yeah, they're I not. Mean, in my mind, they're not to be taken seriously. I think there's an argument argument for the first one, but the second one is pretty ridiculous. And obviously, Batman Forever and Batman Robin are. Yeah, I, I will 100% agree with you there. I love them. I mean, I they're love very those close movies, to but... only being comedies. Oh, what? Uh, Forever and Batman and Robin? Yeah, those are. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I haven't watched them in a while, but none of them to me were that serious movies. I, no I will not stand for a second to say that that is a, either of those two movies are serious or even Batman Returns for that instance I think those that movie's pretty insane too I was just trying to answer your question about their ages so he is two years older than her okay that, that, so, that feels very about similar. right but that's fine that, that doesn't because like yeah she just has to have a younger look to her but maybe I, like the last movie I saw her in like was uh First class, so that was so long ago. X Men yeah. First Class. And so. Well, she was in uh, Big Little Eyes. Oh, okay. So that's the most recent thing I've been seeing her. That's in. yeah, that's much more recent. But no, she's good. So she'd be a good. So is she going to be like an anti-hero? I guess like she always is. Yeah. Or is she just going to be a villain? Or you know, it'll be interesting. Yeah, and and again, they could go any of those ways. Really, I'm talking myself more and more into the whole. I want a lot of these villains to be pre-existing and not be like, oh, who are you? I'm Selena Kyle. You shouldn't I steal. Like if you, you know? do that, you really have to have them all be pre-existing because you yeah, can't really yeah. have like one being developed while the rest are like there and doing their thing. Yeah, I don't know. It just it's feeling really crowded, man. I'm, yeah, it is. I didn't realize how many of these characters were going to be in this until we were just reading through that list of mm-hmm. cast announcements, and that it's not a good thing for me to hear yeah. that. So. I mean, as we always say, we really want superhero movies to be good, and especially mm-hmm. movies about Batman, who is, I think, one of our favorite heroes. Just It's just a cool cool character, cool yeah. story. So, yeah, that concerns me. Um, I, I Like I said, I think my opinion's kind of changed a little bit on Robert Pattinson. I, yeah. I think he's shown in, you know, more recent movies, you know, The, the Lighthouse and... I can't remember. There was something else I thought I thought I had just seen him in, but well, he's gonna be in Tenet. That's earned a little clout for you, I'm sure. The fact that he's just yeah. in, in a Nolan. <laughs> um, I think he was also in that uh, that Charlie Hunnam movie about the lost city um, in Mexico. Huh. Uh, it's like the Golden City or something. I haven't lost seen it. City of Z. Lost City of Z. Yeah. Okay, I've heard of that. I think he was in that with Charlie Hunnam, but. Yeah, I'm I'm more open to the possibility mm-hmm. that I could enjoy him as Batman before yeah. I was. I don't know. There's <laughs> a lot of his older, earlier movies were not my thing. I didn't really. Yeah. I didn't like his role in those. So, but Twilight, yeah, Twilight. Is a, yeah, yeah. No one, <laughs> no one looks good there. <laughs> yeah. No one came out of that looking nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, the more. I talk about it the more I I am I'm on board with I want the pre-existing universe because like I've always wanted that in these movies. I think Marvel has gotten there with their heroes where it's like you do feel like Spider-Man's right around the corner. Oh, and Doctor Strange is in that building you know, right around there. But like especially with Batman and Spider-Man, those are heroes I've always felt that they exist in a world where it's like, yeah, the shocker is somewhere here. 
and so is Doc Ock. They're just not active right now. You know, I've always felt like that. But yeah. usually in these most superhero movies, they'll introduce a villain and they'll usually kill him and you'll never see them again very often. And so it's it's always nice to, for me to be like, oh, this is just a world. There's a world of heroes and also a world of villains. I don't know. I just think it's cool. Like, I mean, that's what I grew up on at least. You know, it's that way in the comics. It was that way in all the animated uh, shows that I watched. Where there's like, you know, especially Batman the Animated Series, it's like the, the villains would like get together sometimes and plot and they'd like team up and then like, you know, you'd encounter like two in one episode sometimes. Would you say that was something that was missing for you in the Christopher Nolan Batmans? Yeah, I mean, it was always just a cool moment for me to like see Batman, Catwoman, and Bane in like the same thing in the same like area. I'm like, oh, cool. The, like comic book people So together. you think those movies were a little light then in, um, in that category? The way, yeah, in that category, I mean, I feel like I feel that way about almost <laughs> most superhero movies. You yeah. know, it's like I, I always, I, they can't, they had their hands tied. I think they had plans to actually bring back Heath Ledger in that movie, but with him dying, you know, kind of stole that from them. Um, Don't get me started on that, man. Yeah, <laughs> I always thought. You know how many amazing roles he would have played by now? Oh my god, yeah, he would have been so acclaimed. But man. I always felt like what they should have done is, you know, after the prison break at the end where, like, everyone's just out of the prison, they just should have shown, like, a card, like, sitting on, like, yeah. an empty, an empty like, prison I bed. I see that. And yeah. that would have been, like, that would have been enough for me, honestly, yeah. to know he's out there. And, the you know, underground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that would have been enough. And so I just, I like the idea of it, but it's all in the execution. And something yeah. like that can be, because, like, in a show... You don't, and you see the penguin, and he shows up for a second, and he's being interrogated by Batman. You never see him again. Mm -hmm. You expect that because it's a thirty-minute show. But in a movie, people are like, "Well, that was underserved." You know what I mean? Because you're not expecting him. He's not going to show up next week (coughs) or in a couple weeks. You know, this is your movie, Mm -hmm. and so like, I kind of the hard thing about doing a movie with so many characters. You got to figure out how to balance all that. Exactly. Yeah. Movies are different than shows and comics, and so you have to everything. Everyone always has to feel like like because uh, someone's excited about seeing Penguin, and so if Penguin yeah. shows up and he's like, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> you'll never get it out of me, Batman. Okay, fine. Clayface is over there. I don't know. I think I think that's, that's probably it. why Christopher Nolan went in that direction, yeah. where he, you know, hyper focused on one villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if it's your first with that first time with that villain, it would be kind of weird to be like, "Oh, hey, Riddler," yeah. and he's like, "I'll tell you what you want, Batman, if you answer <laughs> me this riddle or <laughs> something," and then he's and gone. Then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It would be kind of a weird thing, but I don't know. I'm open to it. Also, I'm open to it, and I I just haven't seen it tried too often. Yeah. So, I'd be interested if he could pull it off. We'll see, man. Yeah. Speculation station. Yeah. That was really it, guys. I guess we don't really have much <laughs> else to say. It's been you know such a short time since we've seen each other, but uh, next week we'll have a topic, I promise. Or a movie. <laughs> or a game to review. We have never reviewed a game. We're never going to review. Is there going to be a game that we have an entire episode I about? I mean, I feel like when I'm playing a new game, that is kind of the review. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get Same to kind of say what I think about the new one. If there's a game that like we both play and it's a big game. Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite. There it is. We can review. We can review that. We will definitely review that. Or if there's another Arkham game and we get it day one or something like that. But when it's like one of those things was like when if I play the new Star Wars game, like when I play it next month when it goes on sale, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna have a whole episode yeah. of it 
two months after it comes out, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the games, it's like you're really excited about them, but I don't really play them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the new Call of Duty comes out. Like, I understand. You're not going to be, like, yeah. super excited about that, so. Exactly. But some things, like Halo, you know, I think that's something we'd both be excited about. But we can come together for Sonic, <laughs> even though one of us might be a little Sonic. bit more <laughs> a little bit more excited about it than the other. <laughs> that's me. I mean, I'm excited, but I'm not, like. What's the new Sonic game? No, Sonic or just movie. Just the movie. The movie yeah. yeah, we can come together on that. But I know are they gonna are they gonna do a game based off the movie? Oh, <laughs> like Lord. they used to do the movie tie-in games. Only if it's based <laughs> on the old Sonic design, they should do it. <laughs> just the old Sega Genesis. No, style. I'm talking about the one before the redesign. Oh Lord! <laughs> when he looked creepier, he looks like that in the game. Exactly, it's full 3D world. It's like, look, we updated the movie, <laughs> but we ran out of time. We didn't update the game. It's like a Mario 64 version. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> of Sonic. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, but it's still like a few months away. Or a few weeks away, I should say. It's not quite a month away. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll do, <laughs> we'll, we'll do stuff. Anyways, that's our show, guys. Thanks for listening as always. See you. Oh, tired. <laughs> <laughs> no, good night. <laughs>